0: What is good, all of our listeners and viewers, welcome back to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And everybody involved in E3 just tried the best they could in the year of 2020, so just deal with it, everybody. Woo! We're here with episode 154, where we're going to be talking about, hey, man, why do people want to rob you of your hype? But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do. <laughs> everybody kept saying that, like, oh, E3 was disappointing, and I'm not, not saying it wasn't. We're not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with you. All I'm saying is that uh wow, what a tough year yeah. it was. Uh to be on E3's platform, but it is what it is. But yeah. before we go any further, uh I just want to remind everybody that we're going to be taking a hiatus. Uh there there's this episode and next episode will be the last episode before we go on a hiatus. We got some plans in the work. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a few months at least. Um Not sure when we're going to come back, but uh, it's going to be better than ever. Mm -hmm. And I think it will fit into our daily lives better. Hooray, everybody. But
1: hallelujah for that.
0: So I don't want to say that, you know, the podcast is ending, but if you want more of us, we're going to be continuing What's the Biz. Uh, It's our other podcast because it's not on video, it's audio only. Mm -hmm. Me and Liz just talk about anything. It's a lot of fun. So uh you should check that out it's in the description down below if you want to check out what's the biz our secondary podcast we're going to be continuing e-vault as well um but we're not going to do games and groceries for a good while just so be
1: back in this format
0: it will not be back in this kind of format no but we're excited for it we're excited to see what we can do with it but you know here we are Mm mm-hmm we got we got two more shows and we want to give you a good one with this one. So let's yeah. just let's just get started already. Goodness gracious, that was just a reminder. Gosh. Wow. Anyways, uh oh. Also, want to thank you again. Uh, Jake, uh, Jacob McCourt had me and Andrew Orsi on on video game trivia. Uh, I will throw a description. Uh, in it, uh, <laughs> I will throw a YouTube link description down below where you can watch the VOD of it. Me and Andrew Orsi went uh went against each other. On video game trivia, who was the victor in in that in that one and cha- who was the champion and find out for yourself hmm maybe it was me who knows who knows so check it out in the description down below so uh, we're remind everybody we're on social media at gaming groceries or you can follow us individually I'm at Ace the Grocer, and I'm at journey first and you can follow us on Instagram why not sure and uh, you can sh- uh, you know share your thoughts on the, on the comments that we make Ooh-oh. so I will ask you questions about <laughs> The show. Um, seeing as you know, we're on our last one. I want a lot of answers for the next one. So, mm-hmm. you know, check us out on social media. But join us on Discord, I will be active on there. Uh, Discord link is in the description down below to join our Discord. I will also ask the question there. And if you're watching us on YouTube, definitely hit that subscribe button and a notification bell so that you know when our return will be, when mm-hmm. you know that the last episode will be, but you can know when we're returning. No, Straight up because he turned on a notification. So, yeah. I think that's all said and done. Like I said, check out What's the Biz. It's nice. But, you know, let's just get into it. Let's get the show started already with our first segment Movie Minutes. Movie minutes this is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, or HBO Max. And we like to give you a recommendation or not a recommendation. Uh, here on Games, Groceries, Podcast, we have a five point scale of how to recommend a movie. Uh, we started uh, avoid at all costs, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect for us. Uh, so this week's movie is actually come to us from Netflix. It stars one of. Uh, our new favorite actress is Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, I love her. I love her to death. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of Jane the Virgin, uh, but I'm becoming a huge fan of Gina Rodriguez. Yes, uh, that movie, of course, on Netflix. Uh, it's called Awake. Everybody, Woo-hoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. so uh, I want to give you know our five point scale here. What do we give it, and we'll explain why. Go.
1: So even though we loved Gina Rodriguez, now mm-hmm. I give it a pass. Um, it wasn't a bad movie. Like the concept, good idea. Like when they came up with like the storyline, sounds great. Like really cool, really interesting. That's why we watched it. Yeah. Um, you could just tell that there was a lot cut, and it was um, felt kind of rushed. Mm-hmm. And on top of that. I told Adam when we were done watching, I'm like, it kind of felt like they had the idea and wanted to make it right away. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, it felt rushed and it's like, it could have been really good if they had taken their time and really fleshed it out and put their like sweat and tears and money into it. Mm -hmm. But it just seems like they're like, this sounds like a cool movie. Let's make it this year. Like they just took, they didn't take enough time to like get to know the movie before they put it in on screen so Mm. but yeah like i said it it was a good movie not a waste of time but at the same time it's like i don't you know you don't need to watch it
0: Mm. yeah i also gave it pass um it's not an avoid at all costs yeah and it is enjoyable on some segments and like you said on the surface it is a decent movie it has a decent plot but there's just something They
1: even have good funnies
0: Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I still say you can pass on this movie. Um, I want to go into my notes here of explaining why. Uh, The introduction to the premise of this movie. So the premise is is that everybody loses their ability to sleep. Everybody's Mm -hmm. awake all all of a sudden. And the introduction to the premise is frustratingly basic, if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. And it doesn't leave you any kind of tension or understanding why the electricity goes out for some reason and everybody can't sleep.
1: Neither thing has to do with each other. They just happened at the same time.
0: It's a very 2007 introductory plot. Yeah. It's definitely way after its time. You know, movies that are before its time. This is way after its time. Because um, you see this in The Happening. You see this in War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. Uh, you see like this kind of uh, apocalyptic kind of danger yeah. to it. And it's a very mid-2000s kind of plot point here. Mm-hmm. And it's very basic in that way. And so everybody loses their ability to sleep and you're just left with what is like what you said. It's like, what does this have to do with one of the other? It's very yeah. very confusing.
1: The other thing that I just remembered was annoyingly left out. Yes. Like I said, the ex- there's no explanation mm-hmm. for any of it. Even at the end, there's no explanation. Right. But my biggest problem with explanation is there is a specific family dynamic Mm -hmm. that goes completely unexplained, but it sounds like it was supposed to be important. Yeah. Like they kept bringing it up, Mm -hmm. making it sound like this is an important thing that you need to know, Mm -hmm. but they never explained how they got in that situation. Yeah. Um, And it drives me crazy. And I want to know Mm -hmm. why that was a thing.
0: Well, that leads me to my second note is that you watch this movie and you just feel like so much was taken out Mm -hmm. a lot was just in the editing room. Like we got to make this an hour and a half. It's an hour. It's one hour and 37 minutes. This feels like it could have been two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. It definitely felt like. I don't think
1: it would have been a waste of time if it was that long.
0: Yeah. No. Like had
1: they given us the full story? I think we would have enjoyed it.
0: That's the thing. I think that a lot was taken out because you get to certain scenes and, you know, you always get to movies to where like, wow that was edited weird but no this was there's moments in this movie where i watch it and i start to sense that like hey something was taken out here there was a point of context right here that was filmed prior and they said oh you don't need us just jump right to the point yeah there's a lot of that in this movie
1: like i honestly feel like if they hadn't taken so much out this could have been a great movie
0: exactly because
1: like i said the story was good even the like the acting, the production yes. was good quality. It was really well done. I mm-hmm. loved the um, young girl actor. Yes. She was great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I loved one of her last lines. It was funny. Yeah. Um, But it was, I, I honestly think if they hadn't cut so much out that we would have really enjoyed this movie.
0: I think so. I think there was just too much cut out of this movie. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't cut out, yikes. Yeah, that's then, some,
1: then that's a writing problem. That's some
0: choppy writing right there. But,
1: Someone needs to talk to him.
0: But like I said, I feel like this movie was, there was a lot taken out. Mm -hmm. Now my final note is that Gina Rodriguez carried this movie. Oh, Mm -hmm. she carried this movie. By the way, there's another actor who was also in stowaway Mm -hmm. and I can't remember what his name was, but we recognize him like, Hey, stowaway. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I I think Gina Rodriguez really carried the show here. Uh, I think her performance was very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I enjoyed watching her performance in this movie, but it wasn't enough to keep me posted into mm-hmm. the storyline. It wasn't enough to keep me like really into the narrative because the narrative felt choppy yeah. in a sort of way. But I did enjoy uh Gina's uh performance in this, in this movie. I liked it a lot. However, I still think this movie is more of just like you don't really to see it, but it's definitely not an avoid at all costs. It's not one of those movies where it, 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 it's it. I don't think it's an avoid at all costs.
1: No, not at all. It's like I said, it's a good movie. You just have to give it a little.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm just pass on this movie, though. But it's not it's not the end of the world if you do want to watch yeah. it. Any other final thoughts?
1: No, like I said, it's just, it's it's not a complete waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's in, like I said, it's enjoyable. It's just not close enough to enjoyable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's our brief thoughts on Awake. You can find it on Netflix if you want to, you know, watch it after what we said. I'll go ahead. It's on Netflix. If not, ah, pass. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, but that brings us to our second segment. It's all about video game news. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. So. Let's bring it forward. Let's just go ahead and do it. Let's go into it with our second segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the game news that we saw in the past week. And we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of, hey, what's going on in the video game industry? What's going on here?
1: You know, I never have an answer for that.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah. We got three pieces of gaming news that we want to talk about here in the top three gaming news. Uh, let's just jump right into it with actually a piece of Bethesda news Ooh. about Starfield.
1: Ooh,
0: and how Pete Hines says sucks to suck. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so so Bethesda's uh, Pete Hines and Todd Howard actually put in their two cents of. Uh, how how they know that people are frustrated that's not coming to Sony. Yeah. So they, they understand that Starfield Xbox exclusive, right? And a lot of people who are Bethesda fans also are PlayStation fans. Mm-hmm. And so one of the one of the things is that Pete Hines on a GameSpot video interview, they asked him, Oh, you know, what do you think about people who are kind of a little bit peeved that it's not coming to PS5? And uh, I want to read this quote here. Now, the quote is a little bit long, so bear with me here. But this is a quote from Pete Hines during the interview. And he comments, by the way, the tone of voice, I can't really match. But imagine this Pete Hines is kind of just reflecting on and understanding people's frustrations. He's Mm -hmm. not devastatingly sorry, but he's kind of saying, like, I hear you Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So Pete Hines has this to say. If you're a big fan of stuff we make in a game that we're making and it is no longer available on your platform, I totally understand if you are unhappy or pissed or whatever. I get it. Those feelings are real feelings and frustrations. Uh, He later added, I don't know how to allay the fears and concerns of PlayStation 5 fans other than say that, well, I'm a PlayStation 5 player as well. And I've played games on that console, and there's games I'm going to continue to play on it. But if you want to play Starfield, it's on PC and Xbox. Sorry. All I can really say is I apologize because I'm certain that that's frustrating to folks. But there's not a whole lot I can do about it. Uh Todd Howard also uh, said a piece where he said that oh, they asked him, oh, this is uh, forcing to pick a side between Xbox and PlayStation. Todd just saying... I don't really want to choose a side. I just understand now that with this Bethesda, uh, with this Xbox deal, it allows us more time to just focus on one platform Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, two platforms. It allows us to just focus on making it just, it just works on Xbox. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a lot of people are just saying on Twitter, like, Oh, Pete Hines has nothing to apologize for. Oh, he's not, he's not apologizing. Pete yeah. Hines is not apologizing. He's just saying, hey, man, I get it. You're on yeah. PlayStation 5. You wish this was coming to PlayStation 5. I get that's frustrating. There's not much I can do about it. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people are saying, like, why is he apologizing? Because PlayStation doesn't apologize when they have an exclusive. But he's not. Yeah. Liz, what do you think about these comments?
1: I mean... One, I don't think he should have to apologize. He doesn't have anything to apologize for. He doesn't make the decisions. Right. Xbox makes the decisions Mm -hmm. because they own Bethesda now. Yeah. Like, that's the point. Um, So really, Pete Hines literally has nothing to apologize for. He has made no choices in this matter. Mm -hmm. And really, all he's saying is, I get it. I understand. I sympathize. But Mm -hmm. this is what it is. Yeah. And it's like, I just don't like people complaining like that. It's like, I get it, but... What's done is done.
0: That's what Pete Hines is pretty much saying. He's just like, it sucks. I get it. I agree. But like, it's uh, it's,
1: what's done is done. This is what's said and done. If you want to play it, play mm -hmm. it on PC or Xbox. So, or watch a let's play.
0: I think this solidifies why, you know, why, why Xbox really bought Bethesda Mm -hmm. and it's not to put it on PlayStation. It's to put it on Xbox. Now, does that mean Elder Scrolls 6 will be Xbox exclusive? I think this you know heightens the chance of it, but I don't think it's set in stone no um but I think there's a decent chance
1: I think there's a higher chance of it being released on Xbox first
0: yeah, like a time on- exclusive
1: yes, because the difference between starfield
0: is, is a new is an, it's a
1: new IP. Mm-hmm. There's no followers on PlayStation. Right. There's people who like Bethesda on PlayStation, but there's no Starfield followers on there yet because it's a new IP. Right. Whereas Elder Scrolls is a very old IP. Yes. And I don't, and, and like we've discussed before, Xbox is very gamer friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't see them taking Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. from the entire community.
0: I, it's one of those things. It's just like they could or they couldn't, but I think there's a higher chance it's going to be exclusive. Yeah. After this.
1: I, I definitely agree. Yeah. I just like to give them the benefit of the doubt.
0: I know you do. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so Pete Hines and Todd Howard, they understand mm-hmm. it sucks, Um, but there's nothing they can do about it. But I thought that was pretty interesting that Pete Hines actually was that candid about it, just saying like, hey, I get that it sucks. There's nothing I can do about it. But these are real uh, feelings and frustrations mm-hmm. that you're having. And I hear you. Yeah, but he's not apologizing. Nope. So, um, but it really goes to show what that's doing. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Starfield. So, an Xbox and PC only. What do you think about that? What do you think about Commander Nikki? Because I know she's frustrated as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on to our number two gaming news, which is all about Cyberpunk again. Oh, Ooh. how many times have we reported on them? Too Most many, of, too many times. But again. Big news piece! It's back on the PlayStation Store. Woo-hoo. Uh, but people are saying, "Uh, still be careful buying it." No, <laughs> they're still—they're straight up. They—they they put it back on the PSN store, and they still said, "Hey, man, maybe be careful about this." Oh my goodness! So let me uh preface this: is that after a hundred and eighty days, a hundred eighty days since uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment took away Cyberpunk uh, 2077 from the PSN store. It's finally back and they finally had bugs and fixes and all of this. But yet, like I said, between all the bugs, but between all the patches, between all of this and uh, hiring a new game director, Mm -hmm. hiring a new game director here, it's still not ready for your base PS4. They say, no, 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 thank you. Uh, so I want to read this quote that's actually uh, from uh, from a Sony executive here, a Sony spokesman, uh, uh, reporting on an email here. And I want to read this from an email. So the quote reads, SIE can confirm that Cyberpunk 2077 will be relisted on the PlayStation Store starting June 21st, 2021. A Sony spokesman told in an email users will continue to experience performance issues with a PS4 edition while uh, while CD Projekt Red continues to improve stability across all platforms. SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, recommends playing the title on PS4 Pro or PS5 for the best experience. So SIE themselves say, hey, if you're playing it on your PS4. Don't. Don't do that. Play on a PlayStation 4 Pro or the PS5. Do not be playing that on your base PS4. Yeah. So it's still, it's on there. It got back, but they're still saying like you're it on It break
1: your system. It could.
0: It is on thin ice, and it's crazy to me that it. it um, Can I say that CD Projekt Red is AAA studio? Can I say that? No, I'm gonna you're say it. The wrong person. I'm gonna say it. A AAA studio with 180 days to fix your game and you hire a new game director and you still can't get a stability and you had multiple years, mm-hmm. but this is a good step for the future of cyberpunk. I think this will go down in gaming history. Oh yeah. Uh, everybody was compared it to no man's sky, but no man's sky. It, it, that that's a completely different story here. Yeah. Um, but I think Cyberpunk, it will go down in video game history. I hope it does improve, and I hope people do get to play this game. I still have not, because I don't want to do that. <laughs> but that's just me. Liz, what are your thoughts?
1: Oh, I have too many. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm still kind of tired of talking about Cyberpunk, and my thoughts remain the same. Mm-hmm. They had forever to make it. Yeah. It came out broken. Yeah. It broke things and systems and... Like you said, they had 180 days to fix this and you still can't play it technically. Mm -hmm. And who knows? It could still break a PS4 Pro or PS5. You don't know. So um, I don't have high hopes right now, but I agree. It's definitely going to go down in history.
0: It's kind of crazy to me. And I hope this game does get preserved because, like I said, there's this huge in video Mm -hmm. game history. This will be a mark in history. Uh, whether good or bad, it's still a mark, and I hope this game is preserved. Um, but yeah, it's just wild to me. Um, but yeah, so SIE, uh, SIE says back on PlayStation Store, it's it's back there, but don't play on your uh, actual PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Play on your PlayStation Four Pro, why don't you? Yeah. Um, that brings us to our number one gaming news. It's about Ooh. Metroid Dread. Oh, hooray! Metroid Dread, a new two-day Metroid. Yay! It's been 19 years, and the lead designer, uh, Yoshio uh, Saka. Oh, forgot his, uh, Sakamoto. I was right. I was right. Uh, I was doubting myself. Trusted yourself. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Yoshio actually says, "Hey, this is why it took 14 years, 15 years, and uh, why don't you 15 years to make this game." actually. So it's been 19 years since we had a two day Metroid. And it's pretty interesting because now he's come out to say this actually took 14 years. And, um, he's, he's talking about, um, how, the uh, camera one went off. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to subtly uh, he's trying to, uh, say that, Hey, uh, this is why, because I did not have the technology and I didn't have the right partners to do this. Uh, so he actually went in an interview and actually pointed out that he he's wanted to do this 14 years ago. But the idea was actually shelved because of lack of technology. He saw the Nintendo DS and even a 3DS. And he said, it's still not powerful enough to reach my goals, to reach my vision here. So I'm going to shelve my ideas here. Until the technology is met. And the switch was just powerful enough to say, I can meet your vision here. Mm -hmm. But he also met a partner to make Metroid Dread. So I want to read the quotes uh, from the article listed down below, uh, which says Sakamoto is serving as producer on Dread. And he says that the time was finally right for a few reasons. One was a more powerful hardware in the form of the Switch. The other is a partner. In 2017, Nintendo launched Metroid Samus Returns on the 3DS, a remake of the Game Boy title Metroid 2. Development was handled primarily by Spanish studio Mercury Steam. Uh, he says, The reason that I actually met with the team was in the hope that they'd be able to realize the concepts that I had for Metroid Dread, Sakamoto explains. In a meeting with them, I got the sense that they were a team that we could work together towards a singular concept and realize this goal that I had in mind for Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. So this has been a long time in the making. He's wanted this for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, the team has actually come out to say that they do not want the Metroid series to die. They 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 don't, they don't want to be dormant. but they had so many ideas for this that they had to save it for a while. Uh, and I'm guessing Metroid Prime Four took a took a little bit of a spin there, but uh they do not want the series to die. They want it to continue, but they finally get the hardware and they finally got the team to meet their kind of vision with Sakamoto's vision. So this is actually a really interesting standpoint that it wasn't due to lack of sales with Metroid, but it was a matter of lack of technology. So Liz, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Um I don't really have thoughts on this Uh mostly just because i don't know anything about metroid um i was unaware that it hadn't had a game in 14 years but 19 years 19 sorry 19 sorry i thought it was 14 um (laughs) (laughs) but no i mean i think it's great and i mean i'm glad they finally got just like everything together they can Mm do i'm happy for the people who get to play it yeah um i'm gonna be playing it i know yeah but yeah, I mean used I mean this happens in movie industry and video game industry all the time where they can't make it just because it doesn't have the technology they want. Mm-hmm. So
0: Yeah. Yay. So this is great news. Uh it's actually interesting news, like I said. That's I, I think a lot of people were thinking that Metroid was dead. They don't care about Metroid, but in all actuality, they were just trying to meet Their own expectations. Mm -hmm. I think that's the same news for Metroid Prime 4. Why haven't we seen anything? Well, they were developing it. They were continuing it. But then Nintendo said, this isn't what we want. Mm -hmm. And so they gave it back to Retro Studios to make Metroid Prime 4 from the very beginning. from, Mm -hmm. from, From scratch. Why don't you? So they are very much perfectionists in the Metroid universe. So uh this is actually really exciting news really interesting news so i hope you find it interesting too that's why i put it in number one gaming news Mm -hmm. um but metroid uh dread is coming out in october 8th or 9th i can't remember off the top of my head but it's coming out this year um definitely purchase it if you want to support metroid i'm definitely going to be playing this game i'm very excited um but it's very very cool stuff so uh, that's all I got for the uh, top three gaming news. But any other thoughts? Not really. Awesome. So why don't we actually just jump into our final segment? We want to talk about hype for a game. Like you're hype for Metroid Dread. You're hyped for Elden Ring. You're, you're hype for <laughs> this next conversation piece. You're so hyped for it. But people keep robbing you of that. So I want to jump into the last segment. We're going to be talking about that. Why are people this way in the games community? But let's go into it with our final segment. Every single week here on the Games and Groceries podcast, we like to have a little discussion about the video games industry, whether it be about female gamers or game preservation. We like to have a sit-down conversation right here and talk about it for just a little
1: bit. Just a little bit.
0: Just a little bit. So I want to talk a little bit about this because we're coming off of uh, E3 week. Uh, There's going to be a rumored to be on the by the time this episode comes out maybe it's official who knows Almost. uh but playstation is doing a state of play in july i don't know if that's rumored or confirmed but you know we're, we're going into hype season we're coming out of e3 there's a lot of games that were announced uh you know the summer's games fest of course announced elden ring uh e3 they announced starfield they announced metroid dread uh they, a lot of big games that mm-hmm. a lot of people are excited for were announced and people are hyped for it. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about why people don't like hype because we're seeing this a lot on Twitter. Um, You know, Maddie, of course, you know, he tweeted that, you know, he got emotional over the Starfield trailer and people just ripped him for it. Uh, Anybody on Twitter that says, Oh, I'm, I'm so hype about this game, but then it's like, Oh, why? You don't even understand the game. You Mm -hmm. don't even know about it. They like to rob your hype. Now, before we start a conversation, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. and now we'll say my thought, <laughs> uh, what is our definition of hype for a game? And is there a line between excitement for a game and overhyping expectations? Oof. So what do you think? What What is our definition of what hype is for a game?
1: For me, it's like unbearable excitement.
0: Unbearable. Okay.
1: Because like. The other day, Mm -hmm. when I found out, like, they are for sure making another Halloween. Yes. I went insane. Yes. That for me is hype. Mm -hmm. Like, there's excited where it's like, oh, I'm just pumped. Like, this is great. Yeah. And like I get with Big Brother. Like, Mm -hmm. that's excitement. Yeah. But when I found out that they were going to be making another one, another Halloween Mm -hmm. with Jamie Lee Curtis, I was like, Yes, and I wanted to go watch the movies again, and I want to go crazy, and I just can't wait for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Literally, um, so for me, that's kind of the difference where it's like just this unbearable excitement. It's like, oh my god, like that's I just I want it now, right? Um, and then the other question was, can you read it? What,
0: what is there this line of excitement for a game and overhyping expectations for a game?
1: The line,
0: yeah, is there a line between it or? uh is there a line to be crossed or is I it think too it extremes? depends
1: on where your excitement lies okay because like growing up mm-hmm. i f- i don't know if it was everyone else but growing up in my house we always had this joke with sims like oh maybe this new one they'll speak english yeah not realizing like the whole point of sims that they speak simlish mm-hmm. but that was like to me that wasn't like um what was the word you used
0: overhyping th- expectations yes
1: an overhyped expectation that's never going to happen Sims mm. are never going to speak English. That's not how it works. Right. Um, so I think that's kind of where the line draws. Is like where you just like want things, like expect things to be in there that you want, mm-hmm. but you know mm. there's no chance of that happening. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of where that lies, but I don't know. I think it's, mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of like a gray area. Okay. Because. Oh. Because like, People have different expectations, mm-hmm. so that's where like it depends. Like, are they if that's not in there, are they going to be mm. like insanely like sad? Yeah, are they going to be let down if it doesn't have this? Like, then you're overhyping yourself. Mm. But if you would really love it to be in there, but you still enjoy it regardless, then it's not overhyped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of like a small sliver of gray.
0: Yeah, I I think my my definition of what hype is for a game when we talk about, Oh, I'm, I'm so hyped for this game is just looking forward to something like just really marking on your calendar. I'm looking forward to this game, which I quite literally did fight me on Twitter. I'm at ace the grocer. I did it for Forza horizon five. I quite, I went to Google calendars. I put down November 9th and I put it in there. I'm like, Oh, It is Forza Horizon Five time. I'm going in it, you know, Game Pass edition. Let's go. I'm hyped for this game, and it's just that's Mm -hmm. that's really it because I know what I'm getting from Forza Horizon Five because I'm getting more Forza Horizon. I know what I'm getting, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm hyped for it because Mm -hmm. it's something to mark on my calendar and to say I am playing this game that I'm excited for. Yeah, that's it. Now the line between excitement for a game like i just said you know it's just something to look forward to something to mark on your calendar uh and, and overhyping expectations is kind of wishful thinking of what you would love to have in a forza horizon game right mm-hmm. uh, and just saying like it's going to have this it's going to have that mm-hmm. instead of i hope it has this mm-hmm. You know, I hope it has this. I hope it has that. And that we can't really say that about a game at all. Uh, in the same way with Halo Infinite, right? Halo Infinite, we want these kind of real life uh, kind of uh, gr- uh, groundbreaking uh, kind of uh, graphics about the game. Mm-hmm. But that's not it. That's what not what uh, Halo is. Halo is very combat heavy. Halo has a very animation heavy uh, kind of look to it. But overhyping expectations, I think, is just wishing something about a game that's just not going to happen mm-hmm. and just expecting it to happen. But if you're just excited for a game, I, I think that's all it is. It's just something to look forward to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, any other thoughts about this?
1: No, I mean, I think we kind of agree on what's overhype. It kind of sounds like
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're on the same track there. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Now, I do want to go into uh, my other question here is that why does there seem to be this shame given by others when someone is hyped or excited for a game, especially on Twitter? Um, Has it come out of distrust from game companies or do we think it's just something out of just culture in of itself? We live in a society, don't you know?
1: Yeah, I think it's just culture itself. It's culture on Twitter because I was just if you would just ask the question, I would have said because Twitter is a hateful wasteland. Mm -hmm. Like it's, especially the gaming culture on Twitter, like we've, we're always talking about that, how they go after voice actors and video game, like developers and companies and game pages and things like that. And it's just spreading how much they hate it. They're nitpicking. They're giving threats and things like that. Like gamers on Twitter have a very bad reputation for being just hateful, disgusting people. Yes. So... Honestly, I think that's where it all is mm. because you show excitement and someone has to find it and someone has to tell you that you're wrong for being excited about that because it's a stupid game or it's not going to have that and you're stupid. Mm. It's just it's just horrible.
0: Yeah, I, I really do think it comes out of not just Twitter, but just out of American culture because think mm-hmm. about back into grade school. Think about the early 2000s. Oh gosh, yes. were people excited about anything and they didn't get ripped for it? You know what I mean? Excited. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like, I i mean, I, not that I was like bullied to an extreme or picked on, but I really don't share things I'm that excited about. Like I actually shared about the Halloween movie on Facebook. Yeah. And I don't, usually I don't ever, things like that. I'm like, meh, whatever. No, because so many people would like Yeah. make me feel stupid or weird for liking it. So I'm just like, forget it. I don't care
0: anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think it comes out of that already, like already culture of just like stop being safer. Like who yeah. cares? Um, who's
1: happy anymore?
0: Yeah. Who's happy anymore? Now Twitter gives you just a megaphone. It gives yeah. you a whole
1: platform
0: to say that, and a
1: thousand people to come and agree with you.
0: Really? Yeah. So it's just like they can like the tweet, they can retweet it, they can quote tweet it, uh, and it just all comes together to be like, why do people? Uh, why are people happy anymore? Mm-hmm. And I think it really comes down to. People are just okay. So, I'm okay. I might get myself in trouble here, might get myself in trouble here. Who knows? But people hate when others are happy, when Mm -hmm. they are not happy, they feel like they deserve to be happy, right? And why are you happy? I think Bojack Horseman really does this justice in the way of happiness Mm -hmm. in other people. And why can't you have it? It really comes down to. Your own outlook of life, Mm -hmm. and I think Bojack Horseman really does a good number on that. So I'm on the third season, so I'm really, uh, I really like it. But my point in this, uh, my point in this is this: (laughs) um, I've
1: officially ruined that sentence.
0: But by saying it, is that people don't like it when you're happy when they can't themselves be happy, Mm -hmm. so they want to bring you down to their level when it's just saying, "Hey, man." Nothing's harming you. I'm just excited for Forza Horizon 5 yeah. and Halo Infinite. Yeah. And also Somerville and also Metroid Dread and also Elden Ring. I've, I'm excited about a lot of games right now. But my here's the thing is that no one's harming you. I am mm-hmm. just saying, hey, very excited to play Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. End of sentence. Very yeah. hyped for this. And I just want to share that, like, hey, man, I'm hyped. Who else is hype? And we can talk about why we're hype and boom, boom, boom. Um, but they don't like it when you're happy. No. And that, and that's it. And it comes out of a culture of unhappiness. And now you have a megaphone on Twitter yeah. to say that you can't be happy. You can't be hype about this. So I will make you unhappy about it. And I'll make you feel stupid for being happy. Yeah. It's it's just all around a cycle of stupidity. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my, my question before we get into... Um, the social media questions. Now, this uh, this whole phrase of unhappiness, I want to get myself out of a hole here. Now, this we can't blame it on society. Uh, we can't blame it on that, mm-hmm. sure. But can we also blame it on a distrust for game companies nowadays? And distrust for game companies have, have been around since the beginning of the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely. It's always been misadvertising. It's always been like this. Do we have this sort of just disdain for the games industry after seeing uh, games like Anthem, especially mm-hmm. after seeing games like uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, after seeing, seeing all these disappointments come about because we overhype a game? Do we think that it's just like it, there's no use anymore? Like, what do you think?
1: Um, I can tell you if you just reset the camera for me. Yeah, go for Thank it. you. Um, but I think it might be a factor. I don't I think it's more of a subconscious factor. I don't think people tell someone, like, you shouldn't be excited for this game because this company is constantly disappointing. Like, I think some people might say that. But um, I think it might come from, yeah, all right. Now I'm, like, just changing my whole answer. But I think it might come from there just because people can say those things where it's, like, this company is always disappointing you, blah, blah, blah. But look at Fallout 76. Disappointed tons of people. Right. Including us. (laughs) But there are people who just who still love it. and play it and have no problem with it there's a
0: huge community in Fallout 76
1: exactly so it's like i do think the where the bitter people come from are the ones who Mm -hmm. get disappointed by the games but they're also the people who also still buy that game anyway Mm -hmm. so i don't know what they're so angry about they're gonna buy they're they're angry that they're spending their money on a broken game even though they know it's gonna be broken yeah i don't understand i don't do that but Mm -hmm. you know whatever um but I think it I mean, yeah, I agree. I think it um it can come from a place of distrust, even yeah. like I said, even if it's like a subconscious where it's like they just have a bitter taste in their mouth about it now.
0: Yeah. And there's definitely games out there that you do get hyped about and they come out as 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 much as you expected sometimes exceeding that expectation mm-hmm. uh i want to talk about tony hawks pro skater 1 and 2 remaster mm. i was completely hyped for that game once it dropped and saying hey there's a remaster it's going to be exactly like it and guess what it came out and it was beautiful like it was exactly as as i expected it to come out same thing with forza horizon 4 i'm gonna go back to forza horizon uh you got what you got it was what it was um there's only yes i will agree with you that there's only a kind of a handful of games that where you just say that uh, wow it was exactly as i expected there's only a handful in there while there you can pour out multiple multiple um examples of games that just came out worse than expected. Uh I get that one. And but I do want to say that it is possible for you to be hyped about a game and it comes out just as expected. Mm-hmm. It is possible, but we have to just be just be excited for a game and just be hyped for a game in terms of just something to look forward to and something to keep your eye on and look for news on and understand that hey uh don't just look at the trailer and then buy it <laughs> yeah um keep your eye on it especially if it was just a cg trailer not doing any kind of gameplay uh, definitely keep your eye on it mm-hmm. uh another one is pokemon um arc arceus arce-, arce i think it's arceus is is the way it's supposed to be pronounced but pokemon arceus i'm definitely keep my eye on uh it's one of those games that like we, we saw the gameplay footage it was definitely jank and it's coming out january 2022 keep your eye on that game because it's quite possible that game can also come out janky, okay? So keep your eye on that one, but don't just watch that first gameplay trailer and just say, oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Let's keep our eye on that one. But I think this is a good time to come into social media answers. What do you think, Liz? Okay. Awesome. So I want to read this uh, first and foremost. Uh, I would like to... Uh, go into the Discord here because Liz is editing this and Absolute Prodigy requested that he posts this meme in the post-production. Wow. So
1: I'm going to need to write that down.
0: Yeah, you can write it down here. So uh, I'm going to go into social media answers. I did ask you on social media on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Discord of... Oh, they don't rip You can out. just write it on the I top don't page. Read, I don't read
1: your notes, You though. can just
0: write it right there. We did it. We did it. Uh, But uh, I asked you on Twitter and on Instagram and on Discord. uh, Why is there a stigma of having hype for an upcoming game? And Absolute Prodigy has to say this. Uh, I'm going to explain this one with a meme. So he shows this meme of like the SpongeBob Patrick Uh, meme where it says hype for a new game how bad could it be and the examples of Fallout 76, No Man's Sky Assassin's Creed Syndicate Batman Arkham Knight PC edition let's calm down here Um, the Avengers game from from Square Enix and of course Cyberpunk like reasons why we need to be less hype for games but here's the thing Uh, here's the problem is that one I think most of these came with way less gameplay, <laughs> way less gameplay and just promises, just mm-hmm. outright
1: That's true.
0: lies and pro especially No Man's Sky. The way Sean Murray was uh, promoting uh, No Man's Sky for saying, they're "Like, oh yeah, you're going to go out into all these planes, you're going to meet all these people and it, uh, expectations, right? He was setting up all these expectations, and we're all thinking, like, is that possible? The second you think, is that possible with the amount of stuff he says?
1: Chances are it's going to be disappointing.
0: uh, I want to point out another example here. Uh, Square Enix's uh, Marvel's game. When Square Enix first dropped that teaser trailer, we're just thinking, oh, wow, Square Enix and Marvel's Avengers is going to be a single-player game? I'm all in. Who cares? Who cares if it's good? The problem with that is that we saw it and, oh boy, we all knew it's a live service. So Square Enix, before the game released, they said, hey, it's going to be a live service game. And y'all just still said, I don't care. It's Square mm-hmm. Enix. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted a single player game like the way they're doing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That's going to be good.
1: That's going to be good.
0: Fallout 76, again, a lot of lies. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Assassin's Creed hasn't been good in a very long time. So there's that. And then cyberpunk again, over promising over hyping. Yes. So we're talking about companies, just misleading customers here. And I'm going to call you customers. I don't care, but misleading them. And instead of just saying like, Hey, this game's coming out kind of like Elden ring. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of promises. They're just saying, Hey, same guy who made dark souls, same guy who made games of thrones. They're coming together to make this new game. Here's a little bit of gameplay footage. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no lies. There's no trickery. It's just, here's what it is. Yeah. Would you like to play it? Whereas this is overhyping. So Liz, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on this meme?
1: Um, Good job. Yeah. I don't really, I don't know. How do you give thoughts on a meme? Give thoughts on a meme. I don't know.
0: Well. Uh, I mean,
1: I agree with his reasoning. Yes. Like I agree yeah. What was the question again?
0: Uh, why is there a stigma of having hype for an g- upcoming game?
1: Oh, okay. What does stigma mean?
0: Uh, like a disdain for it.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah, I can. I understand like his me- his meaning with that stuff. Um, I don't. I still don't see a reason to just bash someone for liking something. Right. Like that's my biggest problem, is people like feeling the need to like make someone feel bad for being excited for something that you're not excited for. Right. Like, that's just mean. Like, I didn't agree with Maddie's post, but I wasn't going to go comment on it or text them and be like, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, okay, I disagree, but whatever.
0: Exactly. It's just like, you're hype for that game. You're hype for that up game. Now, I do agree that should we end pre-orders? Yes, yes, yes. I don't think you should pre-order a game. If you want to pre-order it.
1: <sighs> whatever happened to Fine. just standing in line at release date
0: well here's the thing pre-orders you're pretty much paying for the game already you're pretty much already boosting the sales numbers right there and then so they're like oh wow
1: we don't need to try
0: exactly um whereas a lot of people pre-ordered cyberpunk uh now could you now there's another conversation is kickstarters the same as pre-orders there's another conversation we can have, and the line in between that Kickstarter is not really a pre-order because Kickstarter you're just supporting a company, but uh, pre-order you're also supporting a company. We're
1: going in a way different subject right now,
0: so I won't go on that. But I do agree that uh, the over-promising of a game, like for the example Fallout 76, uh, Todd Howard just hyped that up, and he just said, "Oh, would you like a multiplayer Fallout? It just works." That was so bad. I, no, I didn't want that. I just wanted a new Fallout. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, goodbye. But uh, that was, he over-promised that. He said that what he could do in the world, it was great. Blah, blah, blah. And that was that. No Man's Sky. Again, Sean Murray just over-hyping, overextending, And he didn't deliver. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, were you really surprised that it was a bad game? Yeah. Were you really surprised? it was a lot of hype. It was, were you really surprised? Uh, back at Batman Arkham Knights, of course, the PC edition was just jank, and uh, that's just development issues, man. But uh, I will say that you know, a lot of people did enjoy it for what it was. Uh, I don't think it was over promised. Same thing with vendors. Um, I think people expected a single player game. Square Enix didn't really advertise it like that, they just said, Hey, it's gonna be live service, and people are like, Uh oh, <laughs> Cyberpunk, we reported enough on that news.
1: <laughs> I'm not talking about that anymore. <laughs>
0: So, I want to go on to Commander Nikki's um, answer here. It says, uh, I think it comes from skepticism. Uh, okay. I think it comes from skepticism. And there have been a lot of disappointing releases for many people. Or sometimes people are just <laughs> poo heads and want to ruin other people's enjoyment for fun. I don't understand where the fun is in that's. Uh, sure, Mass Effect Andromeda is no match to the original trilogy. Thank you for acknowledging that. Uh, but I still enjoyed it a lot and would have uh, had a lot more potential if it wasn't so rushed. Agreed. Uh, then the bad reviews came in and I feel like it's going to be abandoned, which makes me really sad. Uh, some people just need something to look forward to. Just let them have that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it comes out of skepticism. It comes of people just saying like, hey, why do you enjoy games? Yeah. Where's the fun in that? And um, because games are rushed, because people are just like, oh, I want the game. No, 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 no. They keep wanting to say that. So they just say, oh, I want the game now. So uh, it's all going to be ruined. But people just need something to look forward to, especially now. (laughs) After 2020, 2021, uh, we just just want something to look forward to. Is that so hard to ask? But yeah, people just want... People just want something to look forward to. And that's that. Um, do we want to say that uh, people should be over-hyping it, that everybody needs to be hyped for it? No. no, Not everyone's going to be as, as hyped for Forza Horizon 5 as I am. S- me on Twitter. Or even Halo Infinite. I'm super hyped about that because I love Halo. But not everybody needs to be hyped about Halo Infinite. Um, Liz, what are your thoughts on Nikki's answer here?
1: No, I agree. I think yes, there are people who just want to be mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, everyone has has the right to their own opinion, and yeah, I mean, like like I said, same with her. It's like she loves Mass Effect Andromeda; mm-hmm. she really enjoys it. I don't play Mass Effect, but I remember how disappointed you were when it came out the way it did, and I kind of hold a grudge against that. Yeah, and so I'm just like, why do you like that game? Because mm-hmm. it's not great. Um, but again, I'm not going to go up to her and tell her, like, you can't like that game. That's a horrible game. It came out horrible and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Just, why do people got to be so mean?
0: I don't know. America? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that. <laughs> <laughs> we can stop the show now.
0: Uh, the last question, uh last answer I want to read is from Play Your Way Podcast, uh, who has to say, hype at its very definition means to intensify or exaggerate. Or So usually, in most cases, those who hype have high expectations that aren't met and then complain and riot when expectations aren't met. Those seen as self-proclaimed level-minded individuals then look down with cynicism um, at those who have hyped, um, causing a split from those who keep low-mid expectations and those who keep high expectations only to be met with disappointment every time. Thus, a stigma is born. Thanks for coming to my Play Your Way TED Talk. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Play Your Way comes up with a very good answer by saying that there's this divide between people who are overhyped and then get disappointed and riot about it, and then people who are le- level-headed mm-hmm. and just argue with them all the time for being disappointment. They're rioting for the riots and the anger and the riots on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. Um, about a game that they weren't expecting, right? So this kind of divide here to say that why are you hype because you're going to be disappointed, and people are just saying like why are you ruining my hype because you think I'll be disappointed, and
1: all of this. And Twitter's a hateful wasteland. Yes. Going back to my original answer.
0: <laughs> so what do you think about this?
1: I mean, I think they're completely on point. Yes. With that one, that there's the people who get super overhype, and they're the ones that riot after, mm-hmm. and there's people who don't and then yell at them for mm. being too excited yes and but even the level-headed people it, i don't know i i they get excited too like i don't know it's i don't think anything's wrong with being overexcited because mm. again that's like up to you if you know you're gonna be let down then who cares
0: yeah exactly. you're aware
1: you're aware of the disappointment that could come but there are people who were super excited for fallout 76 and didn't care what was wrong with it. They still loved it. They weren't mm-hmm. let down per se. Yeah. They like, still loved it. You were over excited for that game. And you were let down and you don't really play it. Yeah. But there are people who were just as excited as you mm-hmm. and play it anyway, and they love it and they don't see they don't care about the problems in it. And good for them. Yeah. And so I
0: their sixty dollars yeah. was worth it.
1: Absolutely. Yes. So it's like they can be hyper and not get angry at the studio. Yeah. They can get hyper and just go on their merry little way. Exactly. No problem.
0: But yeah, I, I hate how there's all these lines divided on Twitter. I hate how there's a line divided in America in general and in the world and in politics. And now it's come to just being excited about a game. But it is what it is. That's mm-hmm. where we are. And I think Playway Podcast nailed it right on the head to say that there's a divide between level-headed people and overhyped people and disappointment well, and all that
1: i was gonna say well isn't that obnoxious
0: oh well it is obnoxious it for sure is obnoxious which is why i hate social media and i agree with scott kramer that everybody should delete it but if you didn't delete it you should check out games and groceries Yay. um uh, why don't we go into our final closing thoughts here? So, okay, I'll go with mine, and I'll want to give you the last word, and then oh, we'll thank you. Kind of close, a gentleman. Thank you. Uh, so let's just close out the show here, and I want to just like point out that listen, developers and game companies, especially indie developers, they want you to be excited about your game or their game, right? They want you to be excited mm-hmm. for a game they are releasing. They don't want to put out a trailer and just say, I hope you're not excited for my game. And if you come out, I'm excited. They're like, Hey, don't you dare. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare be excited because especially indie developers, I'm, I'm thinking about another game. I'm hyped for is Sable. Uh, that's coming out September. Uh, Sable is uh, an indie developer that I would really love to talk to. Um, but they're coming out with this new game, and of course, they want you to be hyped for this and want you to be excited for it. They're gonna be uh they're gonna be putting out promotions about this game, and and they want you to say that, like, I'm marking this on my calendar. I mm-hmm. want to play this. They want you to be as excited as possible. Yeah. But we need to recognize that there's a line between excitement and just watching the trailer for Elden Ring and say, this will be the game of the decade. Hooray! Like, there's a line between mm-hmm. like Man, I am excited to play Elder Ring, and Elder Ring will be the greatest game of all time. All other the games, including Crash Bandicoot, can go die because Elder Ring will be game of the decade. Mm-hmm. There was a line, <laughs> but that just is that we need to recognize that line. Be excited about games. Be hype for games. You know, show your hype for it. Mark your calendars and just, yeah. you know, look at news pieces and be excited for it there's channels dedicated to Elden Ring there's YouTube channels dedicated to this game and they're just excited they're watching out for news they're looking for new gameplay they're they're interviewing people in the development team excitement it's real and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that but we need to expect to play a decent game expect to be satisfied with the game but at the same time we shouldn't be over hyping our expectations in a way that they can't be met mm-hmm. like Elden Ring will not be an easy game. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to have a difficulty mode. Okay. You can't be, you know, over hyping this game. Just like Sekiro wasn't Sekiro is not an easy game, but that's the thing. It's not for you then. Mm-hmm. So don't be over hyping a game. That's you have these weird expectations for just be excited about the games that you love. Play what you love play Forza horizon five. I like Forza Horizon 5. I don't care. Or Forza Horizon. I don't know if I like Forza Horizon 5, but just play what you like. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean that other people need to be excited for it. You need to be excited for it. That's mm-hmm. that. Those are my closing thoughts. Liz, what are your thoughts?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, kind of going off of yours, it's like, yeah, you can be excited. You can love whatever you want to love. My thing is like, let people do that Mm -hmm. maybe like for me it's it's like be as excited as you want Mm -hmm. like i know you're kind of like saying like proceed with caution yeah but for me it's like if you want to get unrealistically excited go for it yeah that's you like if that's your personality and that's what you want to do go for it you might end up disappointed Mm -hmm. but whatever go be happy yeah like for me it's like if that's where you find joy go Go ahead Yeah. There are worse things that you could find joy in
0: that is true, <laughs> yeah,
1: so it, and and I just I want to end this whole thing of like people just being like bombarded with hate for being excited about something mm-hmm. like i this is mildly irrelevant, but like for me, the big thing that I get annoyingly excited about for is Christmas,
0: oh yes,
1: and rare occasionally, maybe two or three times a year, I'll throw a count in. On Mm -hmm. my Facebook being like, oh, this many days till Christmas. And you would not believe how many comments I get saying, like, don't start this, Elizabeth. Bah humbug. And I'm just like, chill out. I literally posted one thing about Christmas. Mm -hmm. Let me be excited about Christmas. Yeah. And it's like those things where it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, hide me then. Don't, don't follow me. Like, like, it's just those things. Like, if you really... like get anxiety or anger or like bad feelings when you see someone excited about something you're not excited for Mm -hmm. then hide them don't follow them yeah just ignore them
0: exactly let them be
1: happy Mm -hmm. um and if that's what you find joy in go be joyful if you're excited about a game overly excited about a game go for it just stop hating other people Mm. don't hate people for not being as excited as you and don't hate people for being more excited than you stop the hate. Bang. Done.
0: I think we can end it there. Yeah. So, again, that's our conversation on people robbing you of your hype. But I want to hear your thoughts in the comments down below. What do you think about this? Do you think people rob your hype? Uh, do you want to rob other people's hype? Are you excited about Forza Horizon 5? I hope you are. <laughs> uh, but write your thoughts in the comments down below. But be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Gaming Groceries. You can follow us on Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word. Uh, The next episode will be our last episode before the hiatus. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can still subscribe to this channel because we are rebooting this podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell, you'll know when it happens. And you'll be first and foremost when it happens. Yeah. Uh, So stay tuned. Stay subscribed because we're coming back might not be for a few months, but it's coming back. So with all that said and done, thanks again for listening to this week's uh, Games Groceries podcast. Uh, we hope you had a good time here. Uh, be hyped for games. Also, write in the comments down below, what games are you most hyped for? I want I want to hear your thoughts in below, or you can tweet us um, at, at Gaming Groceries. What are some games you're really hyped for and why? So that's all I have to say about it uh stay safe out there everybody uh be remember be sure to remember to be positive love each other love yourself that's all i gotta say so stay striving stay gaming (laughs) keep gaming i'm gonna go now goodbye
1: bye